business is the fuel that drives America. Innovation, hard work, risk, and reward. It's what many call the American dream, and we're bringing the dream to you. It's the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show with your host, Mark Steckman. Well, good morning and thank you indeed, Rich Fields. This is Business Beyond the Boardroom, brought to you this morning by Mr. Electric of Lando Lakes. We're broadcasting live from the Beasley Media Group radio station compound right here in Foggy, Foggy. Right. <laughs> Foggy Tampa Bay, Florida, by the way. As I was coming down 275, it got so foggy I could not see, and that's probably why there were accidents, as Pat mentioned in the uh, traffic report. It is Tuesday, January the 26th. It's a big day. Why is it a big day? Because every day is a big day, especially Tuesdays. And uh, when you're listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom. Hey, listen, a big thank you to those of you who are listening on our flagship radio station, which is across right here in Tampa Bay and uh, all the way, as a matter of fact, into uh, Central Florida, which would be uh, almost to Orlando on 1010 AM. I do know that we have some signal issues on 103.1 FM right now. That's being worked on today. I think the engineers are heading out to the tower out there. Uh, So if you normally listen on that station, uh, we're appreciative of you and just hang in there. Hopefully we'll get that uh, big signal fixed. Also 92.1 FM and 99.5 HD2 for those of you who do that. And then I know there are a ton, literally thousands of you who are listening right now online through the website site, moneytalk1010.com. Hey, listen, I'm your chief marketing and business inspiration guru, Mark Steckman, and across that 100% smudge tree glass, you heard him already, is Pat George. He's the hardest working executive producer in talk radio. Pat, good morning. <laughs> that is so funny. You caught me right in the middle of finishing my big bowl of Dynavite. Ah, <laughs> Dynavite. I hear that. Those guys do a good job of advertising, by the way. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, big bowls of stuff, uh, Pat, you like chocolate, don't you? No, I do not. What do you mean you don't like chocolate? I do not like you chocolate. You don't eat chocolate? No. I, the, I'm chocolate. What's the matter with you? Nothing. Oh, my <laughs> word. All right. Well, hey, listen, um, you may have already heard this. This is big business news. Yes, I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. I was shocked about that. Godiva. Godiva, the luxury brand of chocolate, is closing or selling all of its stores across the United States. I think there's about 120. Actually, it's 128 brick-and-mortar stores in North North America announced in its statement its plans uh, are to complete the closures and sales by the end of March. Now, they're going to keep their stores across Europe, the Middle East, and greater China. The company did not disclose information. This is according to, by the way, CNN Business on how many employees would be let go. But, uh, you know, they were planning a massive expansion a couple of years ago. And uh, obviously with uh, COVID-19 and, uh, the, you know, the, the economic changes in uh, the world right now that they uh, have decided to go in a different direction. So there you go. If you want your Godiva, I'm guessing they're probably going to have it available at your favorite uh, stores that carry luxury brands. I don't know, maybe Publix, for example, and uh, uh, I'm sure you'll still be able to get it, but no longer in stores. I do like a big glass of chocolate milk. Ah, you know, thing. my my youngest likes chocolate milk. As a matter of fact, he would he doesn't drink white milk, and uh, I don't blame him. It tastes better, but uh, at some point we're going to have to break that. Hey, Gotta listen, make pancakes with chocolate milk. We're always talking <laughs> pancakes. Yes, we're always talking about uh, Amazon on this show, and you know I love Amazon. Didn't love Amazon pr- prior to COVID. I never really ordered anything to the house. I like support local. But in order to support local, this time I had to go to Amazon to order a brand new book 
You see the book Through the Glass here, Pat? I know that book very well. That's because you're in the book. It is a brand new book that just hit the uh, Amazon, and it is Selling Through Relationships, Why Cold Calling Sucks and Relationships Win. It's from a friend of ours. Our friend wrote it. Uh, That's Katrina Madewell. As a matter of fact, Katrina does a show right here on Money Talk every Friday morning. It's called Tampa Home Talks. She's been... What she's been doing that show for seven, eight years now. She's sure she's two de- hour show every two, Friday. Two, two hour show. But uh, listen, this is a great book. I started reading it last night, and uh, if you're in sales or business of any nature, you got to sell stuff. So here's the bottom line: uh, cold calling does suck. And uh, I made a decision several years ago that uh, uh, I did not want to spend the rest of my life relying on cold calls, and so I instead decided to start focusing on relationships. And this is a great read from Katrina Madewell. I want to encourage you to uh, hop over to Amazon and grab a copy of it. And as a matter of fact, I was one of the first, I think probably one of the first 10 people to buy it. So I'm going to get on there and do a review as well. But uh, Selling Through Relationships, Why Cold Calling Sucks and Relationships Win. One of the things that I read in here, uh, and you'll read too, uh, those of you who are listening to the show right now, is is that uh, Katrina is a self-made millionaire. And uh, her net worth over a million dollars created uh, through hard work, not through cold calling. She did a lot of cold calling in the early days, but through relationships. And by the way, that's why we do this show is to develop relationships not only uh, with you, our listeners, but with uh, business professionals around the country. And as a matter of fact, one of those business professionals is waiting on hold on line one. Let's hop over to that. That is uh, Joy McAdams. Joy, good morning. How are you? Good morning, everybody. How are you guys? We are well. Well, for those of you who are maybe new to the show, Joy McAdams is a consultant to medical practices, an Iron Man or Iron Woman com- competitor, by the way. She's a wife, a mom to five, a leadership influencer on LinkedIn, and of course on every other platform as well. But that's the big one for. And uh, she provides a ton of inspiration and guidance, reaching over $2 million every single month. So, uh, Joy, I know you've got a lot to talk about this morning about side gigs. This is an interesting topic. Talk to us. <laughs> sure. And I have been spending some time on Clubhouse. I know Kylie has been over there as well. It is just, you know, this, it's where this thought process today came from in this discussion because it's been a really hot topic Um you know, a lot of people, and I think so many people can relate, you have your your regular 9-to-5 job, but then you have this side hustle, and you might have had it for quite a while. And then I think especially once COVID hit and once, you know, everything started changing the way we work, the way we interact, a lot of people now more than ever are really considering, okay, you know, is it time now to turn my side hustle into my full-time job, you know? And, and that's a scary, scary jump. Because obviously, you know, with your job, there's the security, you know, that paycheck's going to show up every month. You may even have benefits, health benefits, that type of thing. But I think what really happens is when you have a side hustle that, you know, you know, as it continues to grow, you really start to feel split, right? You really start to feel like my passion, everything I'm thinking about, you know, the part of me that I look forward to working on is this side hustle, you know, this other side business that I've created. And, you know, you can kind of walk that fine line for a while where you're you're giving 100% at work and, and you're still building something else on the side. But I truly feel that there's a turning point. There's a turning point where you realize that, you know, you're it's getting harder and harder to give 100% to your day job because all you can think about, all you are consumed with, all you're so passionate about 
is this other thing that you created. And so, you know, when you really get to that point, um, you know, you have to ask yourself, first of all, am I giving, you know, my job what they deserve? Is it fair to them? You sure. know, there's some character there that has to that has to step up the plate. Um, and and you can't, you know, let it go to where you're really giving less than quality work and attention to to your job. Uh, so that's, I think, a lot of times when people are faced with that question, is it time? So, so d- you, you, go ahead. Mark. No, I was going to say, Dave Ramsey talks about this, you know, has this conversation quite a bit. And uh, when do you think, when is that point? I mean, beyond the, 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 the character and the, you know, the psychological impact, is there a, is there a, break, e- a break point where it's like, what, 80%, like maybe you're making 80% of your current gig, or is it, 50% or where do you feel like is there a because because obviously if it's a side hustle and you're able to generate 50 or 70% of your current income or your you know your full-time jobs income uh, you probably are going to be able to exceed that uh, if you put it sure. put your efforts in full-time where do you think that point might be sure and that's where the courage has to come I mean you're exactly right I think you know definitely if you get to that 50% but still you know losing 50% is still scary right it's even if deal. you're only at yep. 50% that's very scary still but that's when um you need to have a little bit of foresight and as you start to feel you know those that shift in your in what you're passionate about and you're seeing it starting to consume you more you really i think just really need to discipline yourself to start saving to start sacrificing more at the time sure so that you're going to have maybe, you know, a month or two or maybe even more padding there, um, you know, so that as you jump, you can take the time and, and not make rash decisions trying to make this other business now grow too fast, but right. hurry up and make up the whole other 50% that it's you're missing. It's actually one so, of the big, that's actually one of the biggest uh, mistakes most entrepreneurs make is, is that they don't yeah. have savings set aside. And then exactly. they and then they end up becoming desperate in those early days, and that's a bad smell, first of all. But you know what? Another thing he says you you mentioned taking that for, taking that jump from one to the next. Dave Ramsey also talks about, in fact, making it a step instead of a jump, and that's by you know creating that pad and also you know getting yeah. getting the uh, the recurring monthly income uh, to a point where it's a lot smaller of a jump. It's more of a step. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I would absolutely say. I mean, when you you need to discipline yourself to save that money to, um, you know, take that passion that you have to, to help put that discipline to save and get the padding. So knowing that your ultimate goal is you're going to make the switch, you're going to step over and you want to be prepared and, you know, be able to rationally pursue that. Uh, but it, it's definitely very doable because we all know where your passion is. If you're passionate about something, you're going to do well at it. You know, you're going to bring in the income. That's a no brainer. Uh, but we just need to also make sure that we do that responsibly as opposed to just, you know, in the spur of the moment, going to work and saying, I quit, that's it, I'm done, and then coming home. And now, you know, having not being able to maybe be as methodical about, you know, laying out, growing that that side hustle. Well, and you you Um, and I both know that there's a lot more to being an entrepreneur than just generating revenue. It's Exactly. It's, it's, it's taxes, it's accounting, it's healthcare. It's uh, there's there's a whole host of things that go into it that need consideration. But I love this conversation because, as you know, I've started three, actually four companies, and uh, you know it's a uh, it's a daunting task, especially when you're especially when you're you know working a 
a full-time job as well. And but you need good people around you, and that's another angle that we didn't mention. But getting getting great people around you to help you to help talk through and think through this. And I'm not talking about your spouse or your kids. All right, Joy McAdams, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. I know people can find you over at Instagram at jmcadams5, and we'll have you back again next week as well. It sounds good. Talk right. to you guys later. Thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand podcast, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time anywhere in the U.S. simply by going to moneytalk1010.com. Or if you live in Tampa Bay on 103.1 FM, 92.1 FM, 1010 AM, or 99.5 HD2. Also, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for more great business and marketing content, or just hop over to my website, marksteckman.com. Thanks for listening and make it a great day.